It is fall in upstate New York, and there's a real sense of beginning. In other parts of the country, fall might feel like the slow decline into winter. But here, in the Adirondack Mountains of New York State, it's almost like a second birth. But this one, you know it's coming. You are lighting the wick on that firework and waiting for it to blow, and that explosion is the wondrous colors of the leaves. Before, so many people would pack up their cars full of picnic supplies and snacks and their whole family and come up and peep at those leaves. But now, people are motoring upstate to see the city of the future, capital and twin jewel of New York State, Lake Town City. Being so close to the forest at its south, the city is routinely covered in a blanket of vivid red, orange, and yellow leaves. No one can resist crunching a leaf underfoot. The business people smashing a big maple leaf with their wingtips in the industrial district. The blue collar workers crunching their way into the factory jobs in their steel toed boots. Or the families who are snap, snap, snapping on them as they run their separate directions from suburban Weston outwards into the city. You can see the students jump into piles in College Town at SUNY Lake Town City or the prestigious Morrow University, and the commuters blinking at the brilliant colors above as they stumble out of the high-speed train station that connects us to New York City. The tough guys skulking around Little Italy take a second from mean mugging to watch the wonder of nature, and the hipsters on their fixed-speed bicycles in Thornhill also take a second from mean mugging to watch the wonder of nature. Some errant maple leaves flutter onto the water of the historic Lake Town District, which used to be a signal of the end of busy summer season only a few decades ago. But now, there's no off-season. And that is the first thought that surfaces into the mind of Dr. Cassandra Morrow, mayor of Lake Town City, local scientist, and its most famous resident. Well, you know, behind former Vice President Al Gore. <laughs> She looks out the window of her town car whizzing through Route 45, driven only by some disembodied mechanical hands and feet, and she says out loud, huh, there's no off-season anymore. She sighs and adds on, oh, thank God. It's morning on the first day of peak fall foliage in Lake Town City. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hello, I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric Silver, and welcome to campaign two of Join the Party, Lake Town City. What a wonderful place it is. It sounds so nice. I want to crunch some leaves. I want to close eyes and go there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Lake Town City! Lake Town City! Julia, this just happens a lot. You're just going to get used to it. All How right. is the quality of the maple syrup in Lake Town City? It's oh. good. This is Lake Town City is right on the border in between New York and Vermont, which is separated by Lake Champlain. So literally, if you look on Google Maps, it's where Essex, New York is, which is kind of just like a tiny town that means nothing. But if you want to look that up. So it actually, it's very good because they get it right from Vermont, which is right there. 
And also, uh, you can also tell that Lake Town City is very close to Montreal. So it is really up there, and it's a real amalgam of cultures coming together, both of upstate New York, of that kind of, like, upper ear of of the United States. Like, it's it's a very different type of New England up there. Mm. And then you have the Canadian influence from up there. And, of course, it's the, the city of the goddamn future coming together. It's a very aggressive slogan for this town. Well, we do have this city slogan. It's yesterday's promise today. I also like that uh, the idea of Mayor Morrow just throwing in just a big old F-bomb every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. She's too old to censor herself. That's true. Um, for those of you who want to know, Dr. Cassandra Morrow, Cassandra is spelled like the Greek prophet, and Morrow is M-O-R-R-O-W, like tomorrow. Does she go by Dr. Morrow or Mayor Morrow? She goes or by Dr. Morrow. Or Dr. Dr. Mayor Morrow, Morrow she, I think. She, she, Dr. She Mayor for, Morrow. She forces uh, officials to call her Dr. Mayor Morrow, but she's Dr. Morrow to okay. the majority of people. Everyone had to add like a second honorific slot when you sign up for online forms because yeah. she will call a customer service if she does not have one. <laughs> Listen, when she's bored, she goes on the internet and she tries to get certified for like being a priest. So she's like Justice of the Peace, Dr. Mayor Morrow. <laughs> Reverend so attorney at law. Yeah, Reverend Esquire, Dr. Mayor Morrow. If she's the big bad, I'm going to be real upset. She's the leader of the city. So I have no answer to that. <laughs> All right, let's... My, my point stands. Yes. Yeah, right. Julia calling her shot in episode one. <laughs> it's true. Right, lay us down for later. I think the real villain is going to be capitalism. It always is. <laughs> it's always capitalism. All right, uh, let's introduce your characters. I'm going to roll a d4 and see who's going to go first. As we zoom into the historic Lake Down District, nestled in the top right corner of the city map, one of the many bungalows surrounding the original uh, lake of Lake Town, which is actually an inlet that connects to Lake Champlain. I don't know if you knew that. And we zoom in on Aggie, who is sleeping in her double bed with four blankets stacked on top of each other. And your alarm goes off at eight in the morning. Amanda, would you like to introduce your character? Hello. My character is Aggie O'Hare, and she is the groundskeeper of the historic Lake Town City Museum. It's kind of like a living museum type situation where she has her like groundskeeper bungalow on the lake, but there are also there's also a little museum in what used to be the boathouse. There are walking trails. There's like stuff for kids to look at. Uh, it's definitely a censored and sanitized version of the past of the city, but it's Aggie's home. And every morning she wakes up and does a little round along the grounds to make sure everything is okay. No kids breaking glass and you know making out another things that kids are doing in the dark in Lake Town City. Do you do this before you wake up? Do you like pull out a robe and a jacket over it and like get in like a cheap Wrangler and just like drive around? Uh, No, I think I do a little visual sweep when I wake up. My bed is like in a corner all surrounded by windows, which is why it's so cold. You need all those quilts on top of you. Do survey the grounds, get ready, do a little walkabout and then come back for coffee, read the local paper and, you know, listen to the radio. That's true. Uh, Is anything strange happening? In the historic uh, Lake Town District. Today, everything is calm. It's a beautiful morning. The trees are turning uh, all around the lake. And uh, when I go to the local newsstand slash deli slash bagel shop slash bookstore to get my morning paper, uh, just do a normal little nod to the proprietess. What, what's the name of that place? It is named Mountain News. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's true. From the top of the mountain to your ears. They're great journalists, not very creative namers. <laughs> well, <laughs> Brandon, do you think there are reporters in there who are making the news? Uh-huh. Actually, that's Oh, yeah, very... no, no, you're right. And, and the, over the shop is the actual place where right, the paper is 100%. printed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. So you walk in and Mickey is also is pouring coffee and slinging bagels, but she's also like printing them out because she also writes the news. It's just a newsletter. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a local newsletter. I really like that. And she's like, hey, uh, Aggie, I don't know if you saw, but there were definitely some kids making out. And I wrote down a whole piece about it. It's in the Aggie blotter. You can't you can't just like write things down that you see and like and like make it as if I was saying them because <laughs> it's important to have some level of trust with with the youth. No, no, no. It's it's like it's not like a police blotter where the police tell me. It's I'm telling the police. So it's like, I'm telling Aggie what happened so she can run that shit down. And everyone else thinks it's funny. So. And, and is it, could you like, could you like email me maybe? Or, or like send a text? Like, does it have to be, I see you every morning. You could just tell me and not like put it in the paper. Listen, print media is not dead. You want the regular? <laughs> yes. <please. laughs> All right. What's your regular? Is a, uh, a medium coffee, light and sweet, a butter roll. Nothing else on it. Fair. And a copy of the paper. All right. There you go. It's all in a brown bag together, and Mickey gives it to you. And uh, you can just, like, cut to the front of the line because it's already right there, and you have, like, a tab going, and uh, you can go about your merry way. Yeah. I uh, I take care of uh, handyman tasks around the Mountain News shop in exchange for my, my morning goods. That's fair. Uh, I think at this point, your the beeper you have in your back pocket goes off. Sure do. And... Um, the thing about this beeper, it's not just like a 1980s beeper. It's like a holographic beeper. It, it has all like a basic stuff that you might have on like an iPhone 6, but it just kind of projects it in hard light in front of you. So you have on your calendar that you need to make a presentation to the middle schoolers at North Country Secondary, and you have uh, the charity auction tonight. All right. Better sit down at my table, collect myself for the day to come feed my cat their name is sushi um <laughs> of water all the plants just make sure the house is looking tidy you never know who's going to stop by to ask for something or or pop in to say hello so i gotta keep everything ship shape that's fair want to head into work yeah absolutely yeah. so i can walk to the main museum building which is where I, I normally spend my time and that's where we tend to receive visitors as well if kids come in from the school or tourist groups Great. So what does Aggie look like and like what is what's her usual fashion? What does she usually wear? Yeah, she is definitely uh, Carhartt most of the most of the way or stuff from the Army Navy store. Um, So she does a lot of work with her hands, you know, outside a lot of the time. So it's jeans and boots all year round. And the cut of the denim slash flannel shirt just varies based on the season. Uh, But today there's a bit of a chill in the air. So she's got a uh, just like a work shirt. Uh, heavy work shirt over her uh, normal like denim button down. Mm-hmm. Was it startling to Aggie when Carhartt started being popular? I don't think she knows it's popular. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just seeing kids like also wearing Carhartt, and you're like, oh, nice. I guess everyone's really getting into woodworking now. Yeah, or just assume that like their parents have passed along extremely new looking uh, work and it clothes. fits them so well. It's yeah. so wild. I don't think she's ever been to Thornhill. Aggie stays pretty close to home, so I, I don't know how much exposure she has to these. Uh, these hipsters. I don't even know if she knows what hipsters are. No, definitely not. All right. So, Aggie, you're walking over to the historic Lake Town City Museum. 
Yeah. To give some context here, so historic Lake Town is truly historic. This was the neighborhood that was the original Lake Town that Lake Town City expanded from. And the government, both the United States government, the New York State government, and the government of Lake Town City really preserves this as a historic district. In some ways, like historic Williamsburg, but in other ways, more like... uh, it's like you walk around your city and it's, and it's like, hey, did you know this place was like this in 1800? But there are like government protections. So there are only the original bungalows from 85 that surround the initial lake. And a good number of them are still owned by the people who I grew up with because I grew up in a different bungalow on the other side of the lake. Yeah, it's true. You grew up in the bungalow where your parents used to have, but now they're out. I guess you've told me that they're out and about just retired and traveling. Oh, yeah. No, I have six siblings and two parents, and they're all in different parts of North America and the world, just like living their lives and stuff. Now, I did ask you to prepare what all of your siblings' <laughs> names were. Yes. Aggie, Danny, Cassie, Regan, Ryan, Kelly, Quinn. Oh, in that order? Yeah. Uh, Aggie's the <laughs> oldest of seven? You gotta start with yourself or else you just can't go through the full, the <laughs> sure, full sure. Aggie, Danny, Cassie, Regan, Ryan, Kelly, Quinn. All oh right. my God. Um, so you're going to walk in. There is two classes from North Country, from NCSS, in the auditorium, ready. They're like rowdy and just pushing and doing things that 13 and 14-year-olds do when they're bored. It's terrifying. Snapchat? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> All right, Brendan. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they're Snapchatting each other just super hard. Like, hey, what's up at the Lake Town City Museum? Hanging out, gonna see what happens. Old stuff. We out. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> then they do the Fortnite dance. Um, so yeah, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Nervous, yeah. but I'm ready. Um, how often have you done presentations like this? I do them like two a week. Okay. And we always start with the pre-produced video that, like, someone's nephew made on a summer internship. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want cut an iMovie. All the transitions oh, are all yeah. slow they're all, they're all star swipes. The, like, I mean, the, like shutter right. opening one. Yeah. But yeah. listen, he got that communication credit at, like, Town City SUNY. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Yo, SUNY, you can take summer classes at SUNY LTC. C's get degrees. <laughs> that is true. Amazing. Um, first role of the game. Amanda, roll a performance check and I'll give you advantage because you've done this so often. I just realized Amanda and I have like opposite dice. Uh, I got a six. Uh, you give advantage. <laughs> got a natural one that time. <laughs> so, Don't uh, block it with your I feel like you're you're messing up your rhythm by blocking it with okay, your Okay, I didn't want it to fall off the yeah. table, but I will try to do a shorter a shorter distance Do you want to use my tray? Uh, I will, thank you. Do you have, What's your modifier in performance? Oh, it's, it's negative one, bud, so it's seven minus one for a six. <laughs> okay. Aggie uh, is straightforward. <laughs> not, a lot of, not a lot of deception here. That's true. <laughs> it's not, this is funny. It's not that you're bad at your job is that you just have no idea how to make this into a presentation. You're just like, all right, here are all my points. I'm just going to rattle them off. And these kids are uh, definitely unamused. I think what I think kids are interested in is not what kids are interested in. <laughs> what do you What do you say? Uh, so yeah, Aggie, a uh, little, little palm sweaty, uh, smooths down her <laughs> like curly auburn hair back in a very functional bun and, uh, and walks up to the podium Gives everybody a little wave. Kids are not quieting down. Hi. Uh, good morning. Welcome to historic Lake Town City. I'm sure you're all very happy to be out of school today. Am I right? Yeah. Fuck school. Steven, language. Oh, sorry, miss. Thank you. Uh, but today, it's going to be really exciting. You get to walk around, like be a part of living history, see how Lake Town City used to be. 
and Okay, I guess we'll watch the video. This is just he has the same like early 2000s just like iMovie music. Yes. And uh you see that on the screen the camera pans towards a man wearing a lab coat and very like hipster coke bottle glasses and he's staring at a fountain. And you see that someone is obviously walking up with the camera and then he turns around and he says, "Oh, hi. I didn't see you there." Welcome to the historic Lake Town Museum, where you're getting hands-on learning about where we all come from. I'm Sage Lansleaf, chief curator of the Moro Museum of the Future and Future Creations, or Mamafafaka. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I look to our past to think about what might happen in Lake Town City in the future. Well, you're sitting right there. Let me tell you how it all happened. Chapter 1. How it all happened. Back in 1985, Dr. Cassandra Morrow was working on a very powerful clean energy source at her summer home in Lake Town. She built her own piece of atomic equipment in the basement of a bungalow. Aggie laughs and shakes her head. moves all the atoms together, there's a giant explosion of heat and energy. And from that, she makes a new element, diaphorum. That's from the Greek word diaphora, meaning difference. She was ready to make a difference. Chapter 2. What had happened next? What had happened next was that the town started to grow. Everyone wanted their hands on diaphragm, but the good doctor knew she had to hold them in check. She made everyone promise, from CEOs to criminals to the president himself, that they couldn't get this new amazing element without promising to bring jobs, roads, houses, and more to her little lake town. And America is now 50% dependent on the clean energy of diaphragm. Soon, our little town wasn't so little. It became a city, a lake town city, a mix of everyone who wants to come and make a difference. We open our arms to the transplants, especially the New Yorkers who made the tough decision to move to Lake Town City after the tragedies of 9-11. Aggie bows her head. And now there's just a moment of silence. Chapter 3. What happened wasn't all good. You can say that right. Think about Jim Taylorson, the tech guy at a big factory whose company will remain nameless. But you know. Jim tried to change the industrial area with his newfangled people movers. Dr. Morrow said, those people movers are really dangerous. And Jim said, they're fine. And then they all exploded at the same time. Wait, the people or the, the people movers? The people movers. Okay. Well, actually, no, it's very ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we all get the term jimmed it up from, that Jim himself. But well, we can all learn from Jim's mistakes. Ask for help. Chapter 4. What is happening now? We're all happening now. Dr. Morrow is still a big part of the city, acting as mayor for 30 years. She helped bring in our world-class public transportation, the SkyTram system that takes you throughout the city via speedy gondola, and our new high-speed rail that connects LTC with NYC. While you're here, make sure to take in the sights. Take in a theater production in Solita Arts District, or a hockey game at Thornhill Arena. Go Mountain Lobsters! Or grab a slice of our world-famous crayfish pie at Dominic's. I originally wrote Pesto Joseph's, and I forgot <laughs> that I did. <laughs> it's gotta be a respectable place. I know, I just <laughs> forgot, I just forgot. Pesto Joseph is very funny, though. <laughs> Thank you. And don't forget to check out the amazing historic Lake Town District, where it truly all began. 
<laughs> but hey, wait, that's where you are right now. Why don't you take it away, Aggie, and tell them more about it. And then there's just a slow pan out as <laughs> away from Lance. Does it just like linger when it's done zooming out for like a good two, three seconds? Oh yeah, like the video goes on too way too much longer. You see than the it boom should. come down into the frame a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then it, it cuts out. Yeah, the uh, the lights come back up and definitely see the kids texting. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that you enjoy your visit here to Lake Town City. Couple rules to keep in mind. No, it's not super cool, but. It's important to us. Uh, yeah, well, just like the Adirondack State Park that we are within, there's a carry-in, carry-out rule. Anyone know what that means? Don't leave your jewels in, in the thing. I don't know why you're carrying around jewels. That seems like a thing that you should leave in your safe at home. But Carry out these nuts. I <laughs> got him. Got him. I looked desperately around for a teacher, and there is no one. They're here. all just. They're all also texting. <laughs> um, no, it means that if you have any trash, you gotta leave it in here in the building and throw it out. You don't want to take anything out of the historic district that that wasn't yours to begin with. It's important that we have this example of what Lake Town used to be before it became Lake Town City, because history is important. So, someone make sure we get Steven on the way out. Got him! Wow. Jeremy, I'm going to beat you up later. Steven's trash. Steven's trash. Uh, anyway, since we're a little off season now from the, the summer heights, only have a couple outdoor activities. You can go down to the lake and see all kinds of historic watercraft that we have there. Lovingly restored. It's, it's very exciting, actually. You can't really see any scooters like that anymore. And it's just, you got to, I don't know. It's just, it's cool. I think it's neat. Um, and then you can be here in the museum and look at the wonderful interactive displays that we have in the lobby. I don't really get that newfangled tech, but I think... You guys will. And otherwise, you can walk down Main Street. And we've worked hard to keep the architecture and the layout of Main Street just like how it used to be. So enjoy your day. We're meeting back here at 1230 for lunch. And remember, Lake Town City, yesterday's promise, today. Uh, one of the teachers looks up and says, uh, does anyone have any question for Amy? It's, it's Aggie. Don't worry about it. Oh, um, <clears throat> hello. Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, how much, how much money do you make? I am a civil servant, so I make a living wage. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, like, not very much. It sounds like not much. <laughs> There are many great careers available to residents of Lake Town City, from Morrow Corp all the way to our world-class hockey arena, newly open to the high-speed train engineers and conductors. Lots of possibilities for you. Okay, thank you. Writing down, don't go into civil service. Thanks. They got sweet bennies, though. <laughs> Who's Benny? <laughs> A anyone else? Yes. I'll ask her. I'll ask her. It's fine. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. So, like, like, should we be worried about Monty? 
Oh, Monty, that's more of a story that the community tells to keep us all together. No worries. But, uh, you know, isn't it kind of, if we're going down to the lake, isn't it like a public uh, danger? If there's like a very large and oversized and dangerous and bloodthirsty uh, mountain lobster in that lake? I surfed on his back once. No, dude, no, shut up, shut up, Steven. The biggest mountain lobster you'll see today is that neon sign outside the original Astros. That's the original Astros. You know that? Not Astros National Chain now. That's the original one right there. Yo, let's get a selfie outside of Astros. Yeah, let's climb up on top of it. All right, everyone, oh, say thank you to Amy. We're going to go down the lake. What's for lunch? Thanks, Amy. I don't know. Whatever's on Main Street. Let's go. All right. Remember, carry in, carry out. Come what? on, Steven. Carry out these nuts. Got him. Come on, Steven. That was the joke I said earlier. I don't know if you noticed. So all the middle scores are finally, are finally leaving you. Amanda, you look so like Aggie down. is fully sweating. <laughs> <laughs> middle scores suck. She, she does, by the way, understand some things about the world. Her youngest sibling is like only 22. So like she, she has known some teenagers and is connected to the internet on her devices. And has, but, uh, has perhaps been one. Yeah, and was a teen, nay, 10 years ago. Nice. Uh, I mean, I want you to make a perception check. Uh, 14 plus 4. All right, with an 18, you, while you have your flop sweat up in front of people, you are looking out in the crowd to see if anyone has a sympathetic face. And in the back, next to where all the teachers are texting and looking down, there is someone who looks very out of place. I forgot that things can happen to me in D&D. <laughs> and I just deal with them. Someone is holding a notebook and taking notes very furiously. Uh, and they are dressed very, very stylishly, especially their bright turquoise leather jacket that uh, stands out in the back. And as you're wrapping up the presentation, uh, they take some quick steps to you and step forward to ask you a question. Oh, hi. How can I help you? Oh, hey. Uh, it's really nice to meet you. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Tegan Murphy. I, I'm actually, I know I don't look like all the all the middle schoolers around here. I'm actually a reporter. Can I uh, talk to you for a second? Tegan Murphy is they, them. Tegan, T-E-G-A-N, and then Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y. And uh, they take out their card and they give you uh, the card and it says, Tegan Murphy, Average Bear Reports. Um, all interview requests do have to be routed through the press office for the Lake Town Historic District. Okay, well, I, I, I didn't really want to know about the Historic District. I wanted to talk to you. I, your job is really interesting, and I want to ask you some questions. Do you have any time? Oh, I mean, I'm just doing a patrol while these rowdy kids are out and about, so... I mean, yeah, I'll, any, any questions about the museum, though, or, like, history of Lake Town, I, I would have to send to my bosses, so. Uh, while you're a answering this question, your beeper buzzes, and uh, you look at it, and it says, uh, Mrs. Roper needs help. Um, could I, could I come back at, at lunch or, like, give you a, give you a call later? I just, I am technically the super for basically all of these bungalows, so sometimes you know get calls and usually i have to like turn someone's router on and off again but sometimes it's you know time sensitive yeah while you put the beeper back in your pocket the hologram is like poking out it's like aggie aggie something happened again i need your help 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you can call me whenever. I mean, my, my phone number's on the card. Uh, I just want to know about your job, and, I mean, you've been living here for so long, and what it means to be the custodian of Historic Lake Town. Uh, I just think it's cool. So, yeah, uh, send me a text. Give me a call. I'll, uh, I'm actually, I'm from New York City, but I took the, the train up here, so I'm kind of just staying in one of, one of the hotels over there, or in the train station district. So, uh, just let me know. I'm around. Thanks. You'll notice me. I'm the one with the turquoise jacket. It's a very pretty jacket. Thank you. I think it's neat, too. That's why I wear it all the time, so people can identify me. You know, I, I wear a jacket all the time, too. People, I don't know, it's nice. People know where you are from down the street, and they can, like, call out for you and stop saying mean things. That's what they're doing, and it's pretty good. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> if they make a turquoise Carhartt jacket, you should get one, 100%. That's a great idea. But look it up. I mean, you know, it's it's fashion now, so you're actually very fashion forward. What do you, what is, what is fashion? <laughs> <laughs> no, like from I, from I know your beeper, it's like, Aggie, it's happening. I need you. Okay, I, I will definitely give you a call. Thanks for getting in touch. All right, cool. No problem. Enjoy Lake Town. Uh, I will. Uh, go Mountain Lions. Is that it? Lobsters. All Very right. close, though. They're I kind don't... of like the Lion of the Sea. So. Steve, that's good. That's pretty good. And I'll, uh, I'll head over in my pickup uh, around the other side of the lake where Mrs. Roper lives. All right. So you go over to the bungalow where you know uh, Mr. and Mrs. Roper uh, are there. They actually, your parents have told you that Mr. and Mrs. Roper have lived here forever. And they know everything there is to know about Lake Town. They were also really nice whenever we would like throw baseballs or like kick a soccer ball into their yard. Only broke a window once, but never yelled at us about it. Yeah. And she, uh, there's always something going wrong with the Ropers. So you head over there. And both Mr. and Mrs. Roper are standing over the toilet, just yelling at it. Oh, no. Just be like, stop! Please stop running! Stop! Please! Aggie, please help us! And Mr. and Mrs. Roper, they're like in their 80s, but they both look amazing. They both look like they're 50. Oh, Aggie, thank you so much for coming. The toilet is doing the thing again. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, just, have, just take a step out, make some coffee, make some tea. I'll have this done in a jiff. Okay. Uh, Mr. Roper immediately goes over to his oversized chair and sits down and uh, watches a replay of a Mountain Lobsters game uh, while Mrs. Ro- uh, Roper stands and watches you as you mess around with the toilet. Mrs. Roper, we have discussed this. It's very helpful if you could step back a little bit just so that you don't get your nice house shoes there, don't want any water compromising that. Maybe just take the bath mat and I'll just, just give me a sec. I know, but I don't have anybody to talk to. Monty doesn't really want to talk to me and I just have so much to say. So I want to know how you're doing. How are you? What's going on? How are the parents? How are your siblings? Tell me everything. I'm, I'm bored. Sh- sure. Is Mr. Roper also named Monty? Yes, he's okay. also named Monty. Cool. Just oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so Aggie's going to uh, kneel down, take out her wrench, and it's just, they, I just have to tighten the the water pipe. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for this. It's, okay. it's totally easy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, like, look into the tank, make sure the, the stopper is working well, just, you know, do a thorough job. And I'm like, yeah, so you know, my parents, um, I don't know if they're in Thailand or Malaysia right now, but they're just on their world tour. I, I don't remember, actually, the last time they were, uh, they were in the States, but they're just, you know, re- in retirement and and live in large it's great that's interesting that's nice and uh your your siblings they're good they're all good they're good yeah uh you know danny uh danny just got a uh, a guggenheim fellowship that's the that art museum down in the city no i don't they where do they have fellows 
Well, they, uh, they like, they give uh, different artists money each year to, you know, make their art and they show a huge exhibit about it. And I haven't heard of anyone else that was in the, the fellowship, but they're, they called him the modern Edward Hopper. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So that's, uh, wow. that's, that's good. Uh, Cassie, she, uh, she is in Montreal now, actually. So not, not too far away. Uh-huh. Uh, but she, do you know what Instagram is? No. She, uh, it's like inner, it's like a, like, you know what Facebook is? What? No. Okay, well, it's, um, a lot of people uh, online really love her tattoos, and she is, oh. like, super famous, and um, she uh, is in Berlin now for a lot of the years. I think she and my parents met up for Thanksgiving in uh, in, in Paris this, this past year. Oh that's, so, oh, that's so nice. I wish that I would go to Paris. The Paris sounds I, good. I would like to as well. I think Regan's actually performing there soon. Wow. Uh, she uh, she opened up for this band, The Highway Women. It's They're awesome. They're three, three like country musicians and they sing all kinds of songs, covers and also their own. Uh, but yeah, she she's opening for them. And uh, You know, I can't, I need to get this off my chest. I do want to hear about the rest of the children, oh. but I have this off my chest. Did you know, you know, Ma's, Ma's Ice Cream Shore, yeah. shop, you know, it might close down. Why? It's looking. I don't know. I thought it was all protected by the government and all the things, but it's just it's. Yeah, they have I don't a know franchise if, over by the hockey stadium. I know right? it's just it's not doing well. I don't know what it is. Uh, Ma says that she uh, it's just not coming in the way that she thought. That you run in the look in the books, but you know what I think? I think uh, someone's someone must be stealing something over there. I, that would be that would be pretty upsetting. It yeah. has to be. Why who can fail Lake Town? Who can? There's all everybody supporting us. We're all everybody's favorite. Why would anyone want it to fall apart? Uh, I'll I'll go check in on them. How about that? Uh, I don't think you. I don't. If you want, it's don't so don't say it was for me. Just no, no, of course it's not. not. No, not no, no. I just I tell people the things that they need to hear to let them go around. And, is and, the toilet fixed yet? Yes, but you know you could you can give me a call if you need me. You don't have to loosen the the knob on the toilet here. I, I didn't loosen just, anything. Just, just tell, just in case. Everyone knows Basilic Ro- Roper just has a, a mouth to flap around, and she doesn't do any sort of that thing. <laughs> oh, like that. Okay. I just wanted. To, I just need someone to talk to. Okay. Uh, listen, These two I things are unrelated. I... The toilet was broken, and also okay. I'm happy you're over because I have hot gals to of, talk about. Of course, I, I'm always happy to see you both of you. And uh, how about how about I stop by in, in a couple days? I can come by, you know, after after supper and just see how you guys are doing. Oh, that would be very nice. Thank you. Sure, That'd I will. I will. All right, so we we leave Aggie. Uh, you're fixing up the toilet. Fixing There's up the nothing toilet. wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just doing, it's just doing the regular thing. It's just running. It's just an old toilet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so we leave Aggie uh, with a toilet, and we're going to go over to a different part of the city. Julia, do you want odd or even? I'll take odd. Okay. So we go over from historic Lake Town and we stay in the northern part of the city as we scan over to Companyton, uh, which was a neighborhood that was thrown together at when all of the industry started flooding into Lake Town City in the early 90s. People needed places to live. So the not so well, the industries just kind of threw a place together for people to live like tenement apartments and just like shitty one family houses thrown together and on the top of a third floor walk up as we hear an 80s Devo beat we zoom in to the apartment of uh, Milo and the alarm goes off 
at 8.35. And Brandon, please introduce your character. Oh, shit, I have to be at work in 10 minutes. I can't believe I keep doing this. Uh, my name is Milo Lane. Uh, yes, I bowl. Yes, it is also a coincidence. M-I-L-O-L-A-N-E? Yes. There. Uh, he, him. Milo is your average guy who has a uh, ghost cat. <laughs> Say what now? <laughs> is is your ghost cat's name sushi as well? Uh, tuna. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I laughed so hard a little bit ago. <laughs> Do I need to get a fish-related pet now, guys? You don't have to. <laughs> what what kind of cat is tuna again? Tuna is a red bicolor Devon Rex, which is a type of cat that's a uh, real smart. Real mischievous and likes to be at the highest point of any room. Like a little goat. A little goat cat. <laughs> if I remember, it was like orange and white striped in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And uh, they're real dicks. Yeah. Tuna, <laughs> Tuna is sitting on your chest and looking at you. And Tuna says, yeah, I turned off your first few alarms because I, I thought it would be funny. Tuna. It was a funny thing to do. Tuna, we've been over this. I need you to not screw up my career. Yeah, but like, if you're fired, then we can hang out more. Okay, so, I'm, I'm gonna take a shower, and uh, Milo gets up. Uh, Tuna hops off of you, and as you go over to take a shower, uh, and you close the door, Tuna just kind of jumps through the door, like phases through it, because Tuna is in fact a ghost. Oh, just a full ghost. Just a full ghost. Okay. So Tuna just kind of like Tuna still acts like a cat, but they can move through walls and and doors and and stuff. Does Tuna appear ghostly, or does Tuna appear like a regular cat who can phase through things? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, they're sort of like uh, more like the cat in the um, Alice in Wonderland. So they sort of appear solid, but you can tell there's something off. <laughs> And like when they face through things, they sort of become sort of transparent. Yes, definitely when they face through things. That's I, good to know. I started thinking something was off when Eric said the, the words, the cat says. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, while you're taking a shower, the tuna phases through the, the shower curtain and says, so what are you doing today, boss? Tuna. How's it? How's it? Uh, what, are you, what are you up to? What are you doing? Tuna. I'm taking that. We've been over this as well. The bathroom time is me time. We did, again, we did go over it, but I was not paying attention. Right, okay. Well, um, this is me time, and uh, today I'm going to work. And I think I have, uh, I think I have like four or five tours a day, which is a lot to do in one day. That's true. And you have those interns, which I know is your favorite thing. Oh my god, the interns, yes. They're all so bad at their jobs. Truly. Well, also, I moved your clock back by, uh, I moved your clock forward by 15 minutes. So it's oh, actually, great. It's actually nine now. Oh, bye, cool. Bye. Shooter just phases through the tub and just goes, goes away. Uh, yeah, so Milo takes a shower, gets ready, uh, and rushes over to his job at the museum. Right, so you have to take SkyTram right. to get there. SkyTram is literally like a ski gondola. SkyTram. But, but it's faster, and it moves even quicker than, I guess, whatever subway or train you might have in your city. It picks people up very quickly, So uh, and you have to run over to the station uh, that takes you to wherever you are in the city. Uh, why do you make a dexterity roll for me? Four. <laughs> I blessed those dice for you. What happened? As Milo's walking up towards the museum, he um, pulls on his polo over his. Well, he realized he put on his Star Trek shirt from middle school. It's right. like oh. it's like half a size too too small. 
So he's, it's just going to be a it's going to be an uncomfortable day for him. It's like, oh, that's why people were looking at me on the sky tram. Yeah, because I was wearing a children's shirt. Yes, a children's <laughs> shirt, a hundred percent. You pull out your emergency polo, which is just like a really like disgusting green mm-hmm. as you come in. And Brent, uh, where does Milo work? Uh, Milo works at the MUFK. <laughs> at the, the Murrow Museum of the Future and Future Creations. Yes. Milo is a museum educator at the at the MUFK, and he's really good at his job. He is extremely social. He knows how to uh, get people excited about the museum exhibits there, which, let's be real, some of them are very boring. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only museum educator that works there, but he works alongside like a cadre of various museum workers. Researchers right. and exhibit specialists and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Future Museum, which they, some people just call it the Future Museum, it's like it was built in the 90s to celebrate Dr. Morrow's creations. So it's very like 90s cyberpunk. Like it's envisioning what the future would look like in 25, 30 years. But of course, that's now. And it just looks totally out of place. So there's like a, it's very modular. There are a lot of lights just in random places. But of course, it's also like the Science Museum in New York City. But there's also like a bunch of all of Dr. Murrow's work throughout the years were put here. Like the first uh, Skytram gondola is featured in uh, the Future Museum, for example. Mm-hmm. Cool. He goes to the break room, grabs a cup of coffee as quick as he can, and then swings by his manager's office to say, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm late again. I'm going to go grab my tour. Sorry. I'll stay late today. Bye. Uh, hey, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, your manager is Mr. Brewpot. Uh, Mr. Brewpot, <laughs> you can only refer to him as Mr. Brewpot. He's like the man, the ops manager for the entire museum. There are so many good possible nicknames, including and not limited to Brewski. Uh, again, he's a very serious man. Do not call him by any nickname. He is Mr. Brewpot. When he's not around, we call him Brisky. Good. 100%. Okay. So Mr. Brewpot has a very thick mustache and a very uh, clean tie. Those are the things you need to know, Mr. Brewpot. Like, hey, um, Milo, Milo, come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hello. All right, uh, Milo, Hello. I need, because you were late again, I do need someone to do this for me, and you are going to be the one who's doing it for me. Thank you for volunteering. Okay. All right. Um, you know, there is the, uh, the charity auction is tonight. The, and I need someone to go down and bid on a new thing for the museum. There are a bunch of Dr. Murrow's original notes oh, cool. for diaphragm. And, uh, you know, I don't want to work late. I got to go back to, you know, the other the other brew pots back home. So you're going to do it for me. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So uh, he opens up his desk. And in a manila envelope, uh, there's $500 in there. Cool. Like, hey, you know, I don't know how much this is even worth, but a lot of this all goes to charity, to the Historic Lake District anyway. So just uh, try to get in under 500. Yeah. You know, it's going to be inflated. Just just do it. Cool. I'll, get, I'll try to get, you know, a larger amount of money to benefit the people there. Yeah. Like, you can you feel free to use. Uh, don't don't think about it. Just you bid 500 and then everyone will be super. Uh, oh, wow. The. Tomorrow, people are donating and like just yeah. bid the five hundred. Okay, yeah. I mean, I do this online all the time. I got it. You know. Okay, I don't. I don't know what that is. So, e- eBay. Yeah. Never been. Cool tie today, by the way. I really. Oh, like thank it. you. Yeah. It's my good one. Ah. Because yes. I thought I was going to go to this, but I'm not. Ah. Because you're going to. Do go I to need it. to wear a tie, sir? Yes. Okay. I told you to bring a tie for today. I'm going to need to buy a tie. That's fine. I know. I'll give you one. He roots around in his desk and he takes out like just an orange and white striped tie. Great. And uh, Tuna pokes out of your backpack and says, it looks just like me. 
and I shove the tie into my backpack. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, thank you. I appreciate that. I will get it back to you dry cleaned and smudge free. Thank you. Remember, 500. Say it back to me. What do you do? Go bid 500 bucks at the charity auction. Get the original notes from Dr. Morrow. Great. Thank you. Thank you for understanding my tardiness. I got a tour that starts in five minutes. I'm going to go knock their socks off. Sounds great. Do it. Thank you. Dumb as up. What a boss. <laughs> I need to know everything about the Brewpot and the Brewpot family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Now. 100%. What, what are their children's names? How many children do they have? That's true. <laughs> hey, you're, uh, you're showing around three interns, and you're going to give them a tour pretty much of what is going on here. I want you to give me a, uh, because you were late and you weren't able to put yourself together, uh, just give me a, a history roll. Uh, that is a six plus three, four, nine. All right. Yes. Uh, so you have to show the interns around. Uh, what are you going to show them first? Hello, interns. Welcome to the Mumfk. Can everyone say that back for me real fast? Mumfk. No, I'm sorry. Right back there. Mumfk. Mumfk. Closer. All right, great. Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining our uh, intern program this semester. You're going to have a ton of fun. You're going to learn some stuff. You're going to help some people. And you're going to make some... Excuse me. And you're going to make some money. Um, so we're going to start off... Well, first of all, just to orient you guys, um, we do have a lot of weird names for things. It is very lame. I'm sorry. Let's not take any questions on it. Yes, I'm a museum educator. Yes, they do call me a museum edutainer. It's fine. Uh, Don't. Uh, I've I fought the battle. It's not a battle worth fighting anymore. Ooh, 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 wait. Oh, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Um, sure. Yeah. What's up? Hello. Um, what is your favorite exhibit in the museum? Suck up, <laughs> Jenny. Just be quiet, please. Yeah, it's really important for no. me. You're all learn. adult college students. Please don't. Just be cool, okay? Okay. Well, like, which one's your favorite? Jenny, um, be cool. I really like the, um, let me look at the map real fast. Jenny, we were up so late smoking dupes. <laughs> Don't tell him we were smoking dupes. Why are you so enthusiastic? I was not smoking dupes. Be cool, Jenny, for once. Just Jenny, please. Uh, my favorite thing um, is the original equipment that Dr. Morrow used to create the diaphragm. Uh, we have some, some experimental gear that didn't work. Uh, which cool. is super interesting to see how and why it didn't work and then why it did work. Mm. Um, that's really interesting. And don't tell the public, but some of it is still operational. Oh, yeah. that is very important for me to know. And don't touch it. Oh, I will not. Sounds um, unsafe. Yeah, super unsafe. It's behind like plexiglass. It's fine. <laughs> don't. Look, I'm, let you, I'm letting you in. You help me, I help you. You help me, I help you. So we should not go into the plexiglass. No, no don't do anything that I don't tell you to do, please. Unless it's like clean the floor, you okay. know? Yeah. Do I have to clean the floor? No, you don't have to. I'm just saying if you're bored and you want to do something, that's the most you can do, please. Okay. All right. Uh, you're giving them a tour around. You're showing them all the exhibits and the break room and your, and your little office and where uh, Mr. Brewpot's office is. And he comes out and he's like, Children, happen to have you on board. And then just immediately goes back in the office. Sir, sir, sir? Yeah. Uh, are, you, yeah. are you are you Brewski's dad? Brewpot, 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 Brewpot. I'm sorry, uh, who? J John Brewpot. Oh, you know John. How's John doing? You're running. 
<laughs> John's a fucking legend, man. Yeah, John's so fucking cool. I am going to walk away and Please not engage do. with this conversation anymore. Goodbye. It's the first day. I'm sorry, Mr. Rupa. This oh, slams the whoa. door. Okay, well, great job, guys. Good enough on a good start with the boss. Uh, Let's go this way. Sick. Uh, um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Milo. Um, it's You just call me Milo. You don't okay, uh, Milo. You showed us everything, but like, what's that? And Jenny is, <laughs> your name is Jenny, rarely. She's pointing to this exhibit you hadn't seen before. It looks like, have any of you seen The Fly before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know the containment chamber, the literal thing that The Fly is? It literally looks like that. It's like a honeycomb with like little ribbed things on the outside, but the door is sealed shut with like frosted and darkened glass. And you've never seen it before. Uh, did you guys see this come in this morning? I'm usually briefed on the new stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I've today is my first day, and everything I, I know you have told me. Right, I was late. <laughs> I didn't know how early you guys. I assume I was late, so I assume you guys were here 30 minutes early. Been for the doubt. My tardiness becomes your benefit. So I guess you didn't see any of it. Uh, Milo, you hear a voice from inside there says. Ooh, let me out. Ooh. Okay, is this one of y'all? Is this like a fun first day prank? Haha. We're science educators here. Yes, we want to have fun, but fun needs to stay off the exhibits. Is is what a joke? I don't know. What are you talking about? Okay. Um DM, is there any like placard or anything up yet? Um no, not yet. Yeah. You're in the back area where the offices are. Right. And this is kind of just like in the staging area of where it is. Yeah. And it does seem like this This is very new. Like they dropped this off at 9 a.m. and you ran in at 9.15. Right. So you didn't see people dropping in. All right. Okay. Um, Milo takes out some gloves um, that he uses when he handles anything sensitive and knocks on the door and says, hello, you're so funny, and starts to open the door of the chamber. It it looks like it's sealed. This was probably made by Dr. Morrow, and the door is like, it's supposed to slide open, but it doesn't because it's like stuck shut. And the the voice inside says, oh, who who is that? Who is that outside? It's Milo. Who are you? This is so funny. uh, Oh, God, I haven't been able to hear somebody so long. Thank you. Thank you. Who? Milo? Who's my? Who is Milo? I'm one of the museum educators here. Who are you? Are you one of the interns? What museum? What museum? What are you talking about? The Mumfk. What? That's where we are. This isn't very funny. Like, is this supposed to be a joke? Who's he talking to? I don't know. I don't know, know, I don't know what's know happening. This is At weird. this point, Tuna wriggles out from your pocket. Just like you see <laughs> Tuna's Tuna's face in your pocket, I'm like Milo, you stupid idiot. Who do you think's in there? I I don't know. An intern? What no. You- why would? What? No, there's another there's another one like there's another ghost in there. Oh fuck. There's a ghost in there. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, and no. Tuna climbs out of your pocket and gets on your shoulder and then tries to phase through it and bounces off. That's never happened. And falls on the floor. But on on one, their feet because they're a cat. One Tuna. Sure, you're right. Two. That's never happened before. What is going on? Do you know? Hey, I don't know. I don't know how to open this up, but there is an emergency keyhole. Somewhere on the outside. If you can get... The, Dr. Morrow always had a key to open this. There was an emergency key. It literally looked like an old key because she's an old weirdo. Let me... If you ha- I can tell you what this machine is if you just let me out. 
Okay, okay, I'm happy to. I just got to find this key and the keyhole, apparently. Yeah, it was in our... Listen, I used to, I used to work for Dr. Morrow. Okay. But I don't... I can't tell you all that much while I'm in here. Um, if you get the key... If you get the keyhole, the emergency keyhole opening, you should be able to, fi- you should be able to figure it out. Can it I... should be, like, in our old effects or something. I don't know. All right, all right. Thank you. Uh, DM, can I roll a history check to see if I know if that key is in the museum? Yes. 15 plus 3 for 18. All right, with 18, you know, you've looked at all of the, like, there's an entire exhibit for Dr. Morrow's effects. You know, like, uh, you go into an exhibit and it's just like everything's under glass. And you're like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. It's You don't have this. But you do know the benefit auction is always to auction off pieces of history of Lake Town City. So you bet that if you checked the catalog of all the things that are being auctioned off, you would probably be able to grab this key in the this key in an emergency science key that people might not know. It literally looks you like know. an old fashioned like energy key that looks like kind of like an old iron. Like my mom used to go to like all of these uh, picker things and they were always like just giant fucking iron rock <laughs> keys. Like it probably just looks like a very ornamental version of one of those. And that would go really well at an auction. Dr. Moreau love a thrift store. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I don't remember any keys um, in the uh, collection right now, but uh, this probably, it's probably, if this is new, it's probably at the auction tonight, I assume. Uh, so can you hang out for a day? I... All the interns shake their heads like, no. Oh, I, no, uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hang out. What? <laughs> the voice inside says, I don't have anywhere to be. I'll be here, apparently. You're the only person I can talk to. Okay. Which is weird. I'm Ooh, sorry. Because I'm dead. Get yeah, it? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I know what's going on. I just, I can't help you until I can get the key. I'm sorry. Um, this, look, it doesn't happen very often. It has happened in the past. We always figure it out. It's chill. Um, in the meantime... Don't spook anyone? Okay, I, I'll stay here. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thank you. All the interns are very confused at you at the moment. You just like talking to that pod, man. You're just talking about the... No. Do I, I need to write all this down? I think... You guys are taking notes? He's practicing empathetic curation oh. and talking to... Remember guys from sociology? You, you talk, talk to the item and think about its history and context and, you know, it's just, I'm taking notes in my head. Professor Green talked about that. I remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, that was just a bit, y'all. Was it not very funny? <laughs> no. <laughs> it kind of sucked, man. Oh. No, it was pretty bad. Oh, okay. Cool. I can't really get a read Jenny, on you yet. But... Well, um, yeah, but... I don't understand uh, old p- people humor. I didn't so. tell you guys this, but whoever laughs the most at my bits, I'll let you guys into, like, the fun research parts of the museum. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the break room and have coffee or whatever for a little bit, please. Thank you. Okay. Maybe back Woo. here for the first first tour at uh, 10. Well, looks like I watched. It's like, uh, I think, like 10, 15. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Thank you. I need coffee, man. Bye. And someone bring me some coffee. Okay. Hey, it's Eric. Maybe you have a game that you go back to when you're feeling lost or tired or just need something comforting to help you with. 
Maybe it's something that was really difficult when you were a kid and now you just want to dominate it with your adult knowledge. Or it's something that you remember being so good at when you were 10 that you want to see if you're actually still just as good. I pulled out my GameCube just to see if I could still play FIFA 2002 as well as I remember. I think this is a chance to go do that. This is the mid-roll. Your memory card definitely still works. First of all, thank you to everybody, so many of you who have joined our Patreon in the last few weeks. James, Elise, Bard Dad, Michelle, Ryan, Nick, Keegan, Lizzie, Rachel, Charlie, Finch, Heather, Kristen, Kyle, Kate, Steph Curry for three, Maria, Kate, Adelore, Almost Cotton, Aiden L, Megan, Cass, Ellie, Mini Pancake, Lyle, Kate M, Chelsea, Kayla, Kaylee, Jennifer Ryder, and Hokuto Nokong. Now more than ever, we are grateful for every single one of you who supports our work. You literally make it possible for us to do our jobs, and we could not do this without you. We are so stoked about this new campaign. We have a ton of bloopers and bonus content to share. So go ahead and join us at patreon.com slash join the party pod for all that bonus content, physical gifts in the mail, and of course, access to the hippest and hoppinest patron-only discord in the entire world. Join today at patreon.com slash join the party pod. And all of you got right under the wire because we are reading all of the patron names at the end of this episode. There are a lot of you. It's going to be great. I cannot believe that Campaign 2 is finally out in the world, and we've been working on it for months, and we're so excited to hear what you think, but we need your help. Now is the perfect time to get people to listen to Join the Party. Join the Party, get it? It's a, it's a joke. So share the link as far as you can at jointhepartypod.com. We've updated our website and our start page, jointhepartypod.com slash start, to make it super easy for people to start the new campaign or catch up with Campaign 1. We are here to tell the best story that we can and provide a brief escape into some other world. So if you know someone who could use that right now, send them to jointhepartypod.com slash start, tag us on social to brag, and we'll thank you with a sweet tweet back. We are sponsored this week by GC2B. This is the original chess binders designed by trans people for the community. GC2B is a gender and identity-affirming apparel company started in 2014 by Marley Washington, a trans man of color, whose goal was to create something safe, accessible, and comfortable for people of all shapes, sizes, and colors. Their binders are available in several styles and length, five nude shades, as well as seven other colors, so there really is something for everyone. And they even have two shipping warehouses to try to serve the entire globe, one in the U.S. and one in the U.K., which you can access from gc2b.io. From their sizing support to donating binders to people in need every year, this is truly the company that deserves your support. For 10% off your order on gc2b.co, use the code JOINTHEPARTY at checkout. We are also sponsored this week, as we are every week, by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. And I need to tell you about my new favorite RPG called Inspectors. Imagine if you were working at a startup, but that startup was about ghost hunting. It is very much that melding of the weirdness of so many RPG games with, like, the reality of just, like, having a regular character. This is only from, like, the early 2000s, so there are a lot of things that you can do to update it, but it's equally inspired by Ghostbusters and the real world. You can literally do a confessional, like, on reality TV, and it is hilarious, and it actively affects the game. It is so fun. So... 
If you need inspectors or any other RPG of any kind, go to 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. Use code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off your online order. And finally, this is a reminder about our new schedule. Episodes are going to come out every other week, like always, so we'll see you in two weeks for episode two. Well, maybe we'll have a secret thing coming, but that's not related to the actual schedule. Then, the week after that, our first After Party comes out, the new After Party schedule, which is for episode one and episode two. So we need your questions in between now and then, so hit us up on Twitter, on Discord, and by email for us to know what you are thinking about episode one and episode two of the new campaign. Okay, let's get back to the show. All right, let's go to our final player. We go from downtown uh, Lake Town City and we go over to uh, Little Italy. We blow through some of the fall leaves on the street as tough guys just kick through the, the leaves on the street and we go over to Dominic's, the famous pizza place of Lake Town City. And above Dominic's, in a very small studio apartment, but in an inexplicably beautiful four-poster bed, <laughs> is Val as their alarm clock goes off at 10.30. <laughs> Eh, 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 A hand eh, eh. just slams down and crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an irresponsible waste of money. Is there a crunching. pile of crushed ones next to the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 5,000%. No, they, it's, they're in the trash, at least. They're I, okay. not just scattered around the apartment. All right. Yeah. All right, Julia, introduce your character. So you're meeting Val Vesuvio. Oh. Ooh. Oh, God, we're going to need to spell yeah, that. Yeah, how do you spell that? So that is V-A-L yep. space V-E-S... U-V-I-O. Like, Vesuvio. Vesuvio. Like hey, what are you going to do, what are you gonna do about Vesuvio? it? Like hey. the mountain. It blew up once. Exactly. <laughs> it was a fucking volcano. It's the best volcano. Yo. Well. Italian pride. Italian pride. So Sicily. You can see my great, 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 great grandpa. He's still in the lava. <laughs> <laughs> so Val is just in like boxer shorts, a beat up band t-shirt from some concert they went to in College Hill like a couple of years ago. It's all torn up but like not in the cool way. <laughs> no, it's just very old and very comfy. It's very old. It's a little stinky. The sleeves are cut off but like not in an evenly way whatsoever. Great. Yeah. Um, it just fell off over time because yeah. it became so they have decrepit. Like that, that like half inch of the sleeve remaining <laughs> to make it a cut off. Yeah. <laughs> like Absolutely. just tear the hat. Just, t- just uh, do the stitches. It's fine. Nah not gonna happen Uh-oh. no it's mine it looks cool uh val looks at the broken alarm clock which is now frozen on 10 30 yeah. right and checks their phone to see what day it is again the hollow screen pops out and it is the fall equinox and what day of the week uh it's let's see if the auction would probably happen on thursday all right thursday means that they're working at dominic's yeah so they're gonna hop in the shower just do something with their hair. It's like shaved on both sides and then kind of flops to one side. Maybe mm. there's a little bit of gel thrown in there, but not a lot. And 
they have to be at work in like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. What yeah. what workplace starts at ten thirty five? Uh, a pizza place. Pizza place. <laughs> Opens at eleven. Got to got to get true, the true, kitchens true. ready and yeah. stuff like that's that. That's when Val starts. That's not when everyone else. Yeah, gotcha, so. Sure. so Val, what is a uh, yeah? What's Val's? We kind of have an idea of everyone's fashion. What does uh, Val wear? Uh, Even to work. <laughs> to work, it's just like ripped up jeans, a different shirt that they kind of picked up off the floor and like sniffed to make yeah. sure it was like work appropriate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's it's for a different band that they saw. It smells like Baronera still, but that's okay. It just smells <laughs> a little bit like crawfish, but like what can you do? <laughs> that one's for a band called uh, Johnny Crash and the Hellholes. Yay! <laughs> right, I gotta write that that's one a very good band name. That's uh, very good. Throw on a pair of Doc Martens, the most comfortable shoes that they own, and then uh, of course the spiked leather jacket. Horse. Horse. You never go anywhere without your spike leather jacket. You can't jacket. go anywhere without the spike leather jacket. That's true. You might. You gotta fuck somebody up just in case. Yeah. 100%. And so they throw all that on and they run downstairs to work. All right. So uh, yeah, you're working at Dominic's today. Uh, as soon as you go in, um, you're just hit by the wafting smell of just flour and wood fire and tomato sauce. Mm. And also, the, because this is the home of the crayfish pie, you're hit with seafood as well. Yeah. As you walk in, everyone who's working in the back is just like, oh, it's Val, thanks for showing hey, up. Hey, we've all been here since five in the morning making dough. Well, but I mean, like, That's my thank you for showing. If you're going to be fucking chumps, you're going to be fucking chumps. What do you want me to do? Oh, yeah, we're the, we're the fucking chumps. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you think you're better than me? Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, good point. Yeah, I guess it was fun. So yeah, what do you uh, what do you do when you're at Dominic's? Val's usually in charge of like tossing the pizzas mm-hmm. first and foremost. I think sometimes they work counter, but like it has to be slow and the other counter person isn't there that day because otherwise like trouble starts. Last resort. You do not want Val in a customer facing job. Is fair, all I'm fair. saying. Well, it's, good, it's good to know yourself and your strengths. Yeah. I really respect that. Yeah. yeah. Pound a dough like nobody's business, though. So. <laughs> I love that you don't have to prepare the dough, but you can throw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can throw it. I can pound it. Someone else has to add the yeast, but I'm not going to do it. Nice. Uh, well, here's the thing. Dominic, who is also Dom 5, mm-hmm. they call him Dom 5 yeah. because he's fifth in the uh, order Dominic, of, of Dominic. Dominic the fifth, yeah. Yeah, so he's Dom right. 5. So Dom 5 is the manager. Sure. and It's owned by the Dominic family, but he's the proprietor mm-hmm. of this one. So he steps out and he's like... Oh, fuck. Okay. You're just going to roll in whenever you want. That's just your thing. Is That's that your personality. That's your fucking, uh, your fucking personality. I'm fucking here, aren't I? And uh, the door isn't open yet. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Since there are no customers anymore, that's apparently when you just get to walk in. Because if the money's not flowing through, then Val, Val Vesuvio doesn't care about what's happening here. Yeah. You're the only person in Italian history who wears a leather jacket to make pizza. That is blatantly untrue. You know I, I, I know all of them. They do not wear the they don't wear them. You know every Italian. I know every single existed. one. Every single Italian who's okay. ever been in New York State, okay. I know them. Okay. Ask me about them. I, I know. Should, I know all of them. I Ask think me you about them. Watch your tone with me. You want you want I watch your tone with you watch your tone with me. Uh, Val, uh, I love you. Hmm? Fuck yourself. <laughs> you you you're like a father to me. <laughs> you're you're my child. Mm. I love you. You're on counter. Oh, <laughs> Tom ah, goes in the fuck. back. <laughs> really earning our explicit tag here. Oh my god! All right, so you're working the counter today, and uh, the pizza place is now open, mm. and uh, a line comes immediately because Dominic's is 
It's like the Italian place. Yeah. This is like the first pizzeria in the city, and they have the famous crayfish pie, which is like if you've had New New Haven pizza, there's like a clam pie. It's kind of like that, but instead they use crayfish, which are also mountain lobsters. Has Triple D visited Dominic's? Oh, 100%. Okay. 5,000%. There is a, there is a, <laughs> there, are, there are photos on the wall. There's one of Dom 5 mm-hmm. and Dom 4 mm-hmm. with... Cute. Guy Fieri, mm. and there's also one of like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Dom Five there, yes. and there's just one of Al Pacino. Like, <laughs> no one else is in it. It's, it's like a headshot. It's, oh, it's hundred percent. It's signed. 100%. Excellent. It's like two Doms, two through five. <laughs> Love the place, Al Pacino. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, and the line starts going quickly. You know when you go to order a cheesesteak in Philly and there's very specific rules about how you order things. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Where I was like, well, Nadomics, what do you want? Hurry it up. You haven't even ordered yet. <laughs> Hurry it up. Go to back of the line. Oh, no. Um, there are some uh, tourists who are in that have LTC shirts and say, what's good here? <laughs> back of the line. No, no, no. Oh, man. Ask a- someone else back of the line. <laughs> Do you put pineapple on pizza, please? <laughs> Well, you fucking new here? <laughs> yeah, I just came in on the train. I took the Sky Tram over here. It was really amazing and moving. It's like infrastructure, and this is amazing. Ask someone else. Ask Zagat's back of the line. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, can I get a slice? Yeah. Uh, go sit down. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, I only... I only That's all I got. Yeah, this guy only has a dollar. <laughs> I already touched a slice, though. Yeah, this is a dollar slice, man. Go. I, I, there's a dollar slice and then there's another a fucking one? dollar slice. It's a regular slice, though. Oh, no. Val's yelling at the DM. All right. I guess it's a dollar <laughs> slice. It's a dollar slice. This okay. is season two energy. Yeah. <laughs> Where if the characters yell at the DM. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So you've been doing this for a few hours. Uh, the line really hasn't a bet at all. Uh, but, like, everyone is just working overtime. Um, it's because I keep sending people back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you keep, you don't actually end it. It's just the, the same people. Val does not know how to operate the credit card machine. Learn how to order. Val has one of those like old ones where you have to like put the credit card down. Oh, goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I want you to make a constitution saving throw for how oh. much this takes you out of you. Bold decision. So it's a six, but I have four to it, so it's a ten. Okay, uh, with a ten, yeah, it's taxing. You definitely were not excited to do this, and you did not wake up with an. You didn't even get coffee before you get put on counter duty. Ridiculous! So no one brought me an espresso. Right. <laughs> um, and then Dom Five sticks his head out and says, "Hey, uh, Val, Val, come back here." All right. Val just takes off whatever apron they threw on themselves. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, like, just throws it at someone else. Like, hey, hey yeah. everyone, this is a bad workplace. Yeah. <laughs> the person at the front of the line just waits. Yeah. Um, you wait your turn. Because oh, back. Okay, okay, I guess I'll wait my turn. So you go to the back, and Dom Five's office is just, like, stuffed with uh, mountain lobster memorabilia. He's a huge hockey fan. There are posters and jerseys. And all these knickknacks all over his desk. There are like hockey pucks everywhere that he keeps like a stack of 10 nearby to throw at people when they're saying something stupid. Yep. yep. Dom 5 was 100% like back when his family was from New York area. Yeah. They were Islanders fans. Oh, 100%. 5,000%. Really? I was picking up strong Rangers energy. <laughs> don't, don't come at me and my father figure like that. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Val, Val, scale it back. Scale it back. Uh, so yeah, Dom says, hey. Uh, Hey, uh, I know you're only working a part time, but I do. I I uh, I need you to do me a favor for me. Um, you know the uh, the charity, the Lake Town 
historic Lake Town charity auction is happening today. Uh, I need you to bid on something for me. All right. Uh, so Dom two, his uh his favorite chair is up for is up for auction. His favorite chair. His favorite chair. The there was a chair that my great great grandfather Dom two. He sat every day, every day for 50 years. He would eat there. He would watch TV there. He'd sleep there. He never moved. But at some point, you know, when pizza pizza places uh, places fuck with each other, you know, this thing they do. You know, like colleges and mascots. I similarly, but it was hurtful. Mm -hmm. They did it, and it really hurt my family. Uh, (laughs) It was stolen a while back, and it got lost, and it was on auction, and... uh, you know, my mom, she'd really like it back. And I can't go back because, you know, business. And I got to deal with these fucking jamokes who I work with. But I trust you. Can you you go and get it? It would be really important to me. And I know that you're not usually, you can't really be doing favors for me. Hmm. You know, but just, so don't tell your dad or anything. I'm not going to say anything. All right, don't say this anything. I mean, unless you're asking me to do something that like is untoward. You there's know. nothing. Well, it's, it's fine. Nothing it's just like a it's, a it's a favor between friends. Yeah, I I need you to do it. Uh, you, you're so, gonna you're gonna give me the money though, right? Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not okay, fronting okay, you I'm money not, for no, a don't chair. Fronting you money. You don't have enough money for this chair. First of all, mm. <laughs> blessed this blessed chair of my family. Thank you. So uh, say, uh, give me your hand. Give me a hand. Yeah. Give me your hand. Yeah. Val's like. All right. Okay. So immediately, I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god! Uh, it's a six. Okay. Um, you put your hand out, and immediately you have handcuffs are clipped to one one of your hands, what? and the other side of the handcuffs is clipped to a suitcase. Ugh. Could we have picked something a little less inconspicuous? Maybe it's not inconspicuous. It's important. The money. The money isn't here. You think I could not just. Carry some money across the city. You think someone is going to fuck with me? Listen, the way that they need to know that what you're doing is important, and then you can you show people the suitcase and you shake it around like, oh, person with a suitcase, check, check, pretty cool, right? It was pretty nice. It makes me look like I'm trying to sell secrets to the, the Russians. I, I, have, I have sets for the dramatic. I'm sorry. Uh, I want you to make a perception check. Okay. And I'm going to say because of the con save... Um, I'm going to make it a little harder in my head than it would before. Okay, hold on. I'm just writing down handcuffs briefcase to me. Yeah, you As were... if that's stopped the mob from cutting off someone's hand. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want my hand cut off. Thank you, Dom. I will say, Dom 5 is a regular person, so I rolled a 7. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, what was I rolling? Uh, just roll a perception check, and I'm going to make it a little more difficult. Then. Okay, well, I got zero perception. So. That's a 19. Okay, Aye. nice. Aye. With a 19, I don't want to speak out of school on behalf of yourself, mm. but uh, you know how heavy money is. Mm-hmm. Even if he was doing the flair for the dramatic and he put it in tens, mm-hmm. this is way too heavy to have $1,000 in it. This suitcase, which is like, it's it's not a briefcase, or it's like one of those briefcases that are like puffy. Mm-hmm. It has like heft Like an overnight to it. bag. Thank you. It's more like okay. an overnight bag. Or a doctor's like a bag. bag. Yeah. Thank you. It's like a doctor's bag. Okay. Yes. It it's like has that le- leather well in it. All right. Like there is something else in here which is very heavy. Is it locked? Yeah, it's locked. Okay. But there is a code to it. It's like one of those three, okay. those three uh, number codes. Dumb. If you don't want me to spend... The full thousand dollars, 
how am I opening this up? What if I spend like two and then like, how am I, I'm not going to give them the whole bag. Well, I, listen, I got a guy, it's at the bank, it's at First National, First National LTC down there. And I got a guy there and he has the other key to the handcuffs. Oh, no. He'll oh, pop no. it off you and I'll take the bag. Oh, no. Yeah, I kind of hate this, not going to lie. Uh, that's why I'm sending you out there because you're like a child to me. I am not a child. But you are like my child, okay. and that's why I trust you, you, you for you to do blood. it. We're not we're blood, blood, but we're blood. We're blood. Right. We are blood. We're sauce. Blood is thicker than marinara. <laughs> so now that I have this this bag, you know, attached to me. Right, you can go, and you cool, can come. Cool, cool. I was going to make sure I didn't have to finish my <laughs> that shift. That was me but... as the, don't yell at the DM. I was saying, <laughs> no. I was like, you can leave. You don't have to okay. go. So, uh, Julia, how do you feel about Val losing their hand in episode one of the podcast? <laughs> I can't do as many punches if, the, <laughs> if I lose a hand. I will say that for action's sake, there's no penalties okay. on this. You'll be, you'll be fine just for decent. game mechanics. So, yeah, Dom sends you home. Val just pieces up being like, you're paying me for the whole shift. Bye. <laughs> Excellent. So, Val can go home. And for everybody here, um, the auction is at First National, which is downtown. It's actually very close to where the Futurism Museum, the museum uh, is also downtown. Mumfk. The Mumfk. Mumfk is Mumfk. also downtown. It's all at eight. So you guys can kind of just like do whatever you want until then. So do, do any of you want to do anything else? I'd like to go visit my mom. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. I think my mom's probably still living in Lake Town proper, historic Lake Town. Yeah, definitely. Um, and has like an art studio there and is very hippy dippy ish oh definitely yeah like over a shop on main street yeah something like that like a studio i am also going to make sure to text her to make sure she is alone because that has been a problem in the past (laughs) hey i'm coming over do you want anything also do i need to bring extra for anyone else no give me an hour (laughs) god damn it i just tell me what you want i'll have it ready (laughs) Just uh, bring pasta. Whatever. I trust you. All right. Uh, Rosa uh, Vesuvio also lives in one of the other bungalows in Historic Lake Town. Because mm-hmm. she uh, also is part of the the Lake Town Historic District. She was living there for a while during the uh, similar times. Actually, um, uh, Aggie, you might probably know her. Yeah. I know kind of everybody around town. Yeah. She makes ceramics. You probably have like a couple of mugs or something from her. Yeah. Sure. You go on and you knock on the door. And uh, Rosa is wrapped in a silk kimono, you know, just cause it's not, it's not new. It's not different. Sure. Mom. She just is. So Rosa is everyone here. All of the characters like 28, 29, 30. Mm -hmm. And I think Rosa is like 50, but she looks like your sister. Mm -hmm. Like she looks like she's 30. What a fun thing. For one's parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super she, hot. Thanks, yeah. It's like, Val, come on, Val, Val, come on in. Give her a big kiss on the cheek, hand her a takeout bag. It's like, they had the, the butternut squash ravioli that you like. Thank you. you know, Thank you. It's got come that on. sage butter sauce. Thank you. Come in, come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go into the uh, art studio. Mm-hmm. She has sculpture. She was a sculptor. Uh, she used to live in New York City, but now she lives in Lake Town in one of the old one of the bungalows. And she just like has sculptures everywhere, and they're all very provocative. Mm-hmm. Oh no, <laughs> they're very horny. They're oh, all no. so horny. I pick up a mug that definitely has a nipple on it, and just like take a sip of tea. Is that <laughs> is that her like artist stamp on the bottom of all of her ceramics? Yeah. It's just like is it's that all, a nipple? All of her ceramics don't really stay because they all have a nipple on the bottom. <laughs> Great. It's very weirdly balanced. Yeah, so she doesn't make mugs anymore. Mm-mm. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Rosa. 
You, you talking shit about my mom? Yeah, don't talk shit about her mom. <laughs> yeah, she says, uh, I love your suitcase. Is that a new style? Yes. That's nice. Mm. You know, uh, when I see my child walk in with a suitcase strapped to their wrist, I might think things about what that job might be. Uh, but I'm not going to think them because Val, my Val, doesn't do anything like that. Yeah, mom, That would require suitcases strapped yeah. to it. Anything with, uh, you know, any made people nope. or families they're unaware of in any sort of city. Nah, mom. New York City or Lake Town City thereof. I'm glad they're not doing it, so I don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. She goes over to just like a super horny sculpture she's making. That doesn't really narrow it down. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like legs. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, look at all these legs. And they're just like nipples at the bottom. I hate, oh, I hate this. I don't no. want to play in this space. That's really, don't talk to Rosa. <laughs> I was just like, that's a nice one. That's a nice one. Thank Is you. it marble or? It's it's multimedia. Uh, I won't tell you what obviously. they are. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to tell once it's a finished project. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, what's the suitcase for? I'm going to go to an auction tonight and uh, bid on a chair. Huh. Yeah. All right. There's nothing, nothing wrong or illegal about that, Ma. It's just a chair and some money. Okay. That's how it always starts. No, you know when no, I man, when I was with your father, before. when I was with your father, he would always he would always say, "Just going out and meet a guy about a chair," and I'm like, "Oh, must be a chair." And then it wasn't a chair; it was guns. This was legitimately <laughs> though a chair. I promise, it's just a chair. You can go ask Dom. He gave me half the day off. He also comped this butternut squash ravioli. He doesn't know about that, though. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. It's not a comp if you, they don't know. No, nope, it totally is <laughs> a comp. I know how guy know it works. It's a That's self-serve it comp. All yeah, right. It's a self-serve okay. comp. Okay. One of the boys put it in a thing, and it was supposed to be to go for someone else, but now it's not to go for someone else. All right. It's to go for me. <laughs> oh, well, you know, if, it was, if there was something, you would tell me, right? I would tell you, Ma. You know, I tell you everything. Okay. Just like I know all about your endeavors. Yeah. <laughs> I want to die. Let's let's come up with a different word for those. <laughs> you don't like endeavors? It's one of the words I learned at SUNY Lake Town City. <laughs> oh, big go- oh, college person. Uh, educate, oh, the educator going to come in here and use $5 words about my, my uh, dalliances. Listen, my communications degree has to work for something. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. So you know, mm-hmm. it's plaster on the outside, oh. but inside there's fruit. <gasps> uh, is that gonna last a while? That's the art. Or are you gonna like? Is it like a like a like a sarcophagus for the fruit? Exactly. Oh my god, I love it. But it's legs. <laughs> I love it, Mom. All right, uh, <laughs> Aggie and Milo, do you want to do anything with your afternoon? Uh, I convince. Mr. Brewpot to let me take the interns to a team building exercise. Ooh. So we're going to take a, a few hours, uh, just an hour or two off early because the um, last tour we had for the, end of the day ended up canceling. There was only two people and there's two or less we usually cancel. Sure. And so we're going to go over to uh, Astro Lane and uh, do some bowling because Milo, he's on he's a always loves to cut out and do some bowling. He go, he's a bowling, he's on a bowling team and uh, he goes there all the time, so he gets a pretty hefty discount. Gotta get those yeah. reps in. Yeah, he gets a uh, special treatment from all the managers there. I like all right, that. Uh, which which one's it? Which one are you? Are over twenty one? Don't lie to me. Me, Jenny. My, my Vermont ID says I'm over twenty one. Okay, no no alcohol my for new, you. My New Mexico ID says I'm twenty five. Oh. 
Also, no alcohol for you. In New Hampshire, I am 30. <laughs> I, sure. Do you have an nice. ID? They don't require them in New Hampshire. <laughs> Live free or die. Okay. Don't oppress me. It's true. Gotcha. So no alcohol for anyone. Great. All right, let's go bowl. Yeah, you go up to the um, the counter. There's a guy, uh, McEnery, who's your friend, is working the, the shoes today. Like, hey, fun fact. Did you know that the Blues Brothers movie from 1980 set the record for most cars destroyed in a movie production for what we had 103 cars? And that record was set for 18 years until the sequel, Blues Brothers 2000, wrecked 104 cars. Did you know? I did not know. Did you know, though? Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal auditioned to play Frodo in Lord of the Rings. I did know that. That's good. What? How do you know that? I know everything. Jesus. Now, here, you know what we can learn from this? What? When you do something that is more than anybody else, the only person who can up it is yourself. So depend on yourself. There you go. I love it. What a good motto. Do you have the, um, the my shoes? I do. Great. They're right here. They've been here the whole time. You didn't let anyone use them, right? No, they're your shoes. That's why you said you were shoes. Thank and you. I have your bowl. And you have didn't your bowl. let anyone use them. No, I Did didn't you? let anyone use the shoes. Okay. So uh, what uh, what designs in your bowling ball? Well, um, so one of the uh, lanes at Astro Lane is themed after LIGO, which is the uh, gigantic interferometer, which detects gravitational waves. I thought you said LIGO, and I was so excited <laughs> it was, it was about gonna be a, LEGO. a LEGO paved bowling lane, <laughs> which oh, now I want to make. That could so be one of the lanes. Yeah. So I like how the, uh, the lanes and all of them are themed differently. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I think that's cool. And so um, that's his favorite lane at this particular Astro Lane. So at this particular Astro Lane, uh, his bowl that he uses is, is just, it's solid black and it's its the black hole. It's a black hole. <laughs> so so when he hits the pins, they're also all solid black. So it's like two black holes colliding. And that's that's they, cool. That's how okay. they detect Eats gravitational the waves. Thing. Milo's Aww. such a big nerd. Milo. It's <laughs> great. All right, yeah. I like how you've just done this and you're just like you the interns are ostensibly there, but you're just like bowling. You might as well just be bowling at are you just bowling in a different lane while the interns are bowling at a different lane? Yeah, I don't need a team build. They need to team build. Aww. <laughs> I'm not part of the team. That's funny. Yeah. I have a, like a, a match we oh, could do. Yeah. So I need to get you're definitely I part get... of a of a bowling tournament. Yeah, Let's like folks at the the Mufk. As well. Oh, know? for sure. Yeah. yeah, all the fucking it's the like the science nerd bowling league. Yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. We're pretty good though. Don't I? Know, I wouldn't doubt that. A hundred percent. So I think yeah, you're just it's all you're physics. Just it's all physics. It's all physics. You're just boy. Um, I think at this point, like you're about to uh, a bowl another a frame, and then tuna just like pokes their head out of the bowling ball, like, hey, what are you doing? Tuna, I know you can't get hurt by this bowling ball, but I can. That's fair. Then don't throw it because your best friend tuna. Is on top, is on top of the ball. And now he's like just a cat just laying on top of the ball. Tina, do you remember when you couldn't do the thing that you wanted to do and you bounced off the, the container in the museum? That was really Why funny. Why would you mention that? that <laughs> it was, was it was so pretty hurtful. funny. I've never seen you fail, uh, except for like in life when you failed every day. Um, Listen, that uh, why would you bring up why would you bring up the time that I got run over by that by that truck? Why would you do that? Your dad was so pissed. Sure. Yeah. He liked you. Yeah, he cried for three days. Right. I saw it. You saw it. I did. So why would you bring that up? I, well, now that you're back. When I go to sleep at night, I still see tire tracks. It's a little funny. Oh, no. It's hurtful. It's a little funny. Do you want a nacho? I would love a nacho. Hey. Yes, I would love a nacho. Great. 
Night feed tuna. So it just looks like tuna eat. (laughs) Tuna cannot eat. He he can just like tries to eat it, but I think it was very. It was distracting. Their cat brain took over. Like oh treat. (laughs) Hey uh, you're hey Milo. You're smart. You smart kid. You're you uh you know math and things. Twenty nine. But I'm just a cat, so I don't know math. Um, what is one plus uh what's one plus zero? One. It's one. So before today. The only uh, only spirit that you've been able to talk to is me. Oh, shit. Well, what is the whole point of this having secret speaking into ghost powers if you're not stoked about more people talking to you? Yeah, you're right. Uh, tonight, when we go back after we get that key, mm-hmm. look, I know, I know, maybe we don't. You know, trust each other a hundred percent. What are you talking about? The cat is now flopped on your face. <laughs> but we're kind of stuck together, so maybe if uh, maybe if I need your back, you got my back. Yeah, I mean, whatever a ghost cat can do, you know, this wild world like this. Okay, um, great. All right, thanks. So, do you have any money? Are you looking for money? No, I mean, like to buy things at the auction. Yeah, I got some money from Mister Brewpot. Yeah, but like, is it aren't the notes going to be five hundred dollars? Fuck. Cut cut away from Milo. (laughs) Aggie, do you want to do anything before the auction? Yeah, I think um, after my day of picking up uh, excessive litter that the kids left uh, all around the lake and up and down Main Street, I stopped into Mountain News to get a couple like crossword books and maybe a couple bagels and brought it over to the Ropers uh, just to say hello and listened a little bit, told them about my other siblings yeah. uh, and just, you know, spent a little time. And then uh, headed back to my bungalow where I sat at the kitchen table and looked at Tegan's business card for 25 minutes before deciding what to do. Mm-hmm. All right, you get an email uh, on your beeper. The words email on your beeper is just such a satisfying combination of words. It looks like uh, someone is putting a piece of mail in a mailbox and you put the mail up. And this is your like your Lake Town City government email. And it's from uh, Tegan Murphy at AverageBear.com. Hey, uh, just want to say hi. I'm Tegan, the one with the turquoise jacket. If you uh, listen, you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. But... uh, there's a school quiz you can take to see if you want to get to know, uh, just for fun, so that you know that, like, we're a real thing. And, uh, Amanda, I'm going to send you a quiz. <laughs> oh, my. Can you send it to all of us so we can all take it? Yeah. It is called Go to the Deli and We'll Give You a Superpower. Love it. Wait, it's by you. Yeah, I made it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> oh, my. You guys can take it. Everyone can take it. We're going to post the, the link to this in the episode description. Uh, first question, why are you going to the deli? I need milk. Uh, choose something to order. I think bagel. Nice. Uh, choose a drink. Gotta do the Arizona iced tea. Nice. Uh, choose a snack. Popcorn. Nice. And then what did you get? I got the power super strength. You know, the funny thing is, I bet you forgot to cancel your Planet Fitness membership. Why would you need it now? <laughs> very funny. Aggie sits back, looks at the results, and kind of does a little, like, half smile. Brandon, Uh, what did you get? I got the power of flight. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I have the ability to fly over any and everything without touching the surface or ground. 
Cool. And apparently there's a foot of a plane, so I turn into a jet. There you go. Love it. Like Julia, a transformer. I also got super strength. Ooh. Mm. Uh, Aggie smiles and writes back, of course I remember your jacket. Really nice to meet you. If you want to get a taste of the true Lake Town City and you don't have anything to do in this small town on a Thursday night, come by the auction. I'll include a link to the um, like auction event site with like the venue and the time and everything. And then, you know, dash Aggie. And then at the bottom in parentheses, I say strength. Nice. Tegan emails you back after a few minutes. Says, I have no friends here, so that's better than drinking at an Astros. Um, I'll better than that. <laughs> uh, I will see you there. I'll be the one in the turquoise jacket. And below that, they write invisibility. I reply, "Oh, we will definitely end up at Astros." <laughs> nice. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't know you were flirting with Tegan. Oh. What what do you want? Putting someone in a, in a teal leather jacket in front of me in episode one. Amanda's getting the claim early. I don't know. Aggie I... also has some game, despite the appearances. But um, Aggie definitely does change into a darker denim shirt for this auction. Brushes her hair a little bit, makes sure sushi is uh, is comfortable, and then lint rolls her work pants, make sure it's all spiffy. Best part about Ghost Cat? No lint rolling. I'm so fucking jealous. When I'm rubbing <laughs> in. Uh, sushi walks over to you and goes, meow. And I uh, pet Sushi on his little head. And that's all Sushi can do, because Sushi is a regular guy. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Sushi to talk. And Sushi goes, oh, it's nice to meet you. Um, God, our- I hope someone awakens Sushi at some point. Science experiment on Sushi. Um, Aggie makes a meatless burger for dinner because she cares about climate change. And uh, then drives over to the auction venue. Is this at the town hall? No, this is in uh, at First National LTC. Oh, right. It's such a big bank that there's actually an auction hall in it. So they hold auctions there. Damn. Cool. So she'll head down um, a little early. And since this is to benefit Lake Town City, like there are like rep- like trustees of the charity and stuff. That's not Aggie's job, mm-hmm. but uh, she does want to be on hand um, just in case you know she needs anything. Yeah, you are supposed to be like the representative of because this is a benefit for maintaining a historic Lake Town City, and also just like you know, it's a thing that the city is proud of. They like that there is a historic district, and it's the historic benefit. Like it's supposed to be about like owning and selling artifacts from the past. Uh, so that's why all the stuff that we have talked about is there. Yeah, and uh, bring some pamphlets about the museum and uh, living history museum and uh, leaves them out on the sort of front of the stage. Is there a dress code at this event? You assume it is a formal event, but there is no dress code because it is an auction. I feel like my mother would have insisted that I put on like a collared shirt and a tie. Sure. Over the band t-shirt. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The leather jacket is still on. The jeans are still ripped. It's definitely like a white shirt, so you mm-hmm. can still see the band Very shirt mod. under underneath. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does Milo run home? Uh, yeah. Milo immediately after he figures out that he needs some money, carefully puts his shoes and ball back in their homes. Um, yeah. McEnery gives you a salute. Yep. Grabs some last snapshots on the way out, runs home real fast, and um, he's, he's searching around his apartment for something that he can sell in this auction so he can get some rice of funds. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, obviously we know it's it's a historic artifact auction, but the only thing he could find is um, his towel that Douglas Adams signed when Douglas Adams <laughs> came into town. And so he grabs the towel and he runs off to the auction and he tries to get into the back and, and try to get this entered into the auction. 
So everyone comes in. Uh, Aggie, you're with the kind of like the delegation, and you're watching everything get set up. You're glad handing, you're shaking hands. Val, you walk in uh, with the suitcase strapped to you. And um, let's go to with Milo as you go up to, I guess there's like a director uh, or someone who's running the auction and like the auctioneer, and they're like talking. Yeah. So you can go up to them. Milo hurries up to them, kind of faking being a little bit out of breath. Uh, oh my God, y'all! Uh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I forgot to bring this. I forgot to enter this. This is the last minute. Is there any chance I can get this into the auction last minute? Uh, this is a this is a real towel. Get it? It's a towel signed by Douglas Adams. And uh, it's when he came to town and he took the people people walkers. That was what he took. Uh, he signed on the way out. It was the, the mover of the future. So Douglas Adams came to test the people movers. Oh. And then on the way out, he signed a towel for the city. And I, I, this is the towel. This oh. is how Douglas Adams died. Yeah, <laughs> that's universe. a super tenuous connection. And I respect the hell out of that's it. Great. I do like that. Why don't you roll uh, deception with advantage? Because that was very good. I have negative one deception. Of course you do. I'm just a very honest person. First one, 17. Okay. Second one, 15. So 17 minus one is 16. Okay. I think with a 16. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to pay any late fees. I know this is last minute and I would really, really appreciate it. I I know you'll be doing me a favor, but um, I just, I want this to go to the person who wants it most. And right now it's just sitting in my, my closet and I, I don't feel like I'm getting the most out of it. Hmm. The curate, the director and the auctioneer look it over and say... You know, this is a it's a benefit charity. Uh, half of it, 50% will go to Historic Lake Town. We will give you the remaining 50% after the late fees are deducted from it. I'm happy to give 60, just as like a thank you. Oh, six, six, all right. Great, 60. 60 minus late fees and you can take the rest. That's absolutely, thank you, sir. No, thank um, you. I really appreciate it. This towel, um, this is weird. I mean... He, Douglas Adams, you know, right? But so is history. And they walk up and they, put, they enter it in. All right, you have the you have the towel entered in. Sweet. Absolutely, cool. Nailed it. All right, so now they take the towel from you and they put it like in the where all the stuff is. This is also like you people get to look everything over before they bid on it. So there's yeah. like a whole display. This is a very large room. It's like if a bank had an event space, what it would look like. Sure. So it's very ornate. There's a lots of like hard, dark wood everywhere. This is for auctions. So like they have permanent uh, shelving to put stuff and they have like a very, very nice stage and podium because they have auctions. And I want all of you to make perception checks. And not that anyone asks, but yes, I am wearing the tie underneath my polo. Thank you. I got an eight because Aggie is extremely distracted uh, looking out for Tegan's jacket. Mm-hmm. I got 11 plus five for six, 16. Nice. I got a flat 16. Okay. Uh, both of the people with 16, you see the items you're looking for. There is this very uh, ornate wrought iron key like it's oversized it's the size of your forearm and on the placard under it says dr morrow emergency science key (laughs) is that That engraved on it emergency (laughs) is etched into it it has like four loops on the on the end and it's like very large and you have to turn it really large and it fits the large keyhole which is on the apparatus back of the museum and i say Man, I sure hope there are some tuna hors d'oeuvres here at this here auction. Uh, I love tuna. Tuna appears on your shoulder. It says, what? I was taking a cat nap. Get it? Because I'm a cat. God, I hate you. 
that that's the key. Make okay. sure we get it. Okay. Honestly, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Well, I'll beat. I'll bid it. But okay. you know, someone like tries to raise a paddle. Like maybe you swap their paddle out. I'll do. I don't know if I can do that, but I'll do my best. I know you because can. I like causing mischief, and then disappears. <laughs> Uh, Val, you see the chair. Uh, it is this very, very overstuffed armchair. It's, it's leather, but it's like stained. It's definitely old. Um, and you can only imagine it has uh, this is Dominic Toretto the second's armchair. You cannot Toretto? name him that. I will. I just did. I just did. And it says Dom 2's chair. The placard goes on. It says it's the armchair of Dom 2, the, propri- the second proprietor of Dominic's historic uh, pizza place. Um, with a six, there's just a lot of historic Lake Town memorabilia, and nothing really catches your eye. Yeah, I think I'll probably get lost in memories a little bit as I identify things that I saw growing up uh, from people's houses or town, and you know, just just nice. But I kind of alternate between looking at the exhibits and uh, looking up and sort of looking for that jacket. Mm-hmm. While everyone is kind of like getting seated, you see that uh, Tegan slips in in the back, and they're still wearing their turquoise jacket. And they, I, uh, they wave to you. I give but them a little nod. Everyone is like getting shushed, shushed down. Uh, where do you two sit? Um, uh, Milo's going to sit like in the third row, off center. Mm-hmm. Eager but inconspicuous. Yes. <laughs> uh, Val, where do you sit? Towards the back and like not, you know how like they probably have the center aisle, probably on the other side, on the side aisle. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Easy, easy escape access. Easy escape. And Aggie's going to stand down um, at the bottom by the side of the stage, arps crossed or in pockets and just kind of chilling against the wall in case anything last minute comes up. Um, yeah, at one point they, they're like, and we have Aggie O'Hare, custodian of Historic Lake Town, who is so happy that everyone is here to bid on these items and support the maintenance of the city for Historic Lake Town. Everyone give it up for, uh, for Aggie. And this light applause. Sort of bow my head a little bit and like give an embarrassed little wave. All right, so the auctioneer steps up to the microphone. He says, um, the first item up for bid is... Dominic Toretto II's historic armchair. From the back, you just hear Gago. Woo! <laughs> I didn't uh, know there was a wooing place. Dom right. two. <laughs> Dom two. That's his chair. All right, we're gonna start the bidding at five hundred dollars for a chair. This is a piece of Lake Town City history. We're gonna start at five hundred dollars. Can I get five hundred? All right, 500. Can I get 550? Anybody got 550? And someone raised it. And it goes all the way up to uh, 750. Okay. At like 700, Val like finds the person in the crowd that's bidding against yeah. them and like just dead eyes. All yep. right, make a yep. uh, intimidation check. Oh, good. I'm good at that. Uh, okay. Fabulous. It's a 19 plus three, so 22. (laughs) Everyone leaves the room. (laughs) So the person who you're bidding, there are a bunch of people are bidding and they go back. And I think at 750, you just, (laughs) you're just dead eyeing this man in a top hat. (laughs) He's just like, oh, oh, okay, never mind, never mind. Um, Oh, yeah, with 22, it stops at 750. So they are wholly intimidated. So the auctioneer is looking around and saying, all right, I got 750 for this chair. I got 750 a piece of Lake Town history. It's pizza. It's pizza royal. Tea. Can I get one? Can I get one? Anyone at 750? 750. Can I get one? Anyone at 750? I want everyone to make perception checks, and Val, I want you to do it with disadvantage because you are just keyed into this auction. Non natural 20. 
I rolled a four twice. Eight. Oh. I only got three plus five for eight. Okay. Um, I'm on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm just going to gotta wait for the, for the key to come. Uh, Aggie, you're kind of bored by all of this. And you look out the window and you see that a van pulls up in front of First National. And uh, four guys hop out of the back. And they're all wearing uh, the mountain lobster masks that you get from the welcome center at when you enter Lake Town City. And they're just trucking it into the building. Just running as fast as they can. Aggie standing by the emergency exit, which leads, um, it's like a nondescript door down the block from the main entrance of the bank. It's like lateral, you know, like long against the street. Um, so without thinking, she pushes the door open, slips out, puts her hand on her hip. Doesn't have a gun there, but just wants to seem as if she does. Um, and in her hand is the walking stick that she carries around. And she runs toward the hooligans, yelling, stop right there if you know what's good for you. It's definitely hooligans. Okay. Right? Um, I want you to make an intimidation check. Mountain hooligans. It got a 19 minus one for an 18. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so one of, the, uh, one of the guys who are running, the one in the back, turns around and says, what? And as the other three run into the bank and takes a hard right, which is the way towards the auction. So one of them is stopped. One of them stopped and is talking to you. What? What? Do you, what? What would be good for me? Not doing whatever you are planning to do right now. Uh. The thug in the mask takes a step towards you, and see he's also holding what seems to be a walking stick and he presses a button on it and it just gets electrified. He said, uh, excuse me, lady. Uh, I think you back off. If you, you know, what's good for you. <laughs> you clearly don't know who I am. Oh, and who are you? The denim shirt protector of the bank. Are you a security lady? You could say that, but right now, mostly I'm here to fuck up your day. Okay. And Aggie uh, strikes out with her staff to disarm him. Uh, make an attack roll. 13. All right. 13 uh, does not do it. My feat is lucky, which mm. means that I can spend a luck point to uh, re-roll a roll. All right. So well, I'm going to go ahead and do luck, that now. Point, do it. Luck point. Oh, hot That's damn. an 18 plus 5 for 23. Yes! yes. <laughs> yeah, you, swing, you swing at this guy and you crack him right in the mountain lobster face. If you want, you can, instead of doing damage, you can knock it out of his hand. Yes, I would like to knock it out of his hand. And if it knocks his mask on its way down, then great. Um, so yeah, you knock the uh, electrified stick out of his hand. And he's like, oh, no. And he runs away into the bank. And I'll give you, I'm going to give you an opportunity attack. Uh, just a nine. Okay, so you get you try to swing on him again, but he's already inside. Uh, Milo and Val inside of the auction space. The auctioneer is not counting. I was like, "All right, one one last call. I got one, uh, one on seven fifty for the chair. Two for seven fifty on the chair. Three seven fifty. All right, and it's sold to the person in the leather jacket. And I want both of you to make Constitution saving throws. Oh. So I had an 8 plus 4, so a 12. Okay. 
I got 12 total as well. I, hey, twinsies. So you, both of you with a 12, you hear like clink, clink, clink of metal on marble. And then boom, as a flashbang grenade goes off and blinds all of the people inside. But you two are not blinded. You were able to resist that. And the four jamokes that Aggie met outside, they kick their way into the auction hall and say, all right. This is a stick-up. We're taking all of this stuff back because it's ours. And I want all of us to roll initiative. Thank you to our patrons whose support sustains the show and makes Campaign 2 possible. Tom Hans, Ev Lucia, Carmen Ryan, Neon Green Tiger, Alice Darcy, JJ Rudy, Ross, John, Joe, Artemis, Congrats Whitney, Megan Kay, Lillian, Aaron, Tom, Zachary, Aiden C., Rowan, Pat, Aris, myself squared, Stuart, Caleb G., Taryn, Eli, Frank, Eldritch Reach, Jessica P., Christopher B., Robert, Sasha R., Sarah C., Casey, Rowan, Patrick, Samantha, Timothy, Caitlin M., Iron Power Flash, Jeffrey, Natanya, Alyssa, Caitlin, David R., Lish, Soraya, Danny, Chris, Paul, Lucas, Nikita, Rebecca B., Justin, Anthea, Sander, Alexander, Amy R., Rebecca R., Otto, Tom, Leone, Nicole, New Dude, Cassander, Yulia, Lindsay, Kate S., Pandas Boo, Jen, Kristen S., Thomas, Brett, Drew, Catherine, Alicia, Heather, Al, Emothy K., Emma K., Tanya, Haley H., Jimmy, Kiara, Allie, Eri, Sam, Francis, Julia A., Documancer, Jessa, Jacob, Bethany D., Sarah S., Rachel K., Mary Ann, Mac, Hufflepuff Hillary, Joey, Charles Z., Michael, Orion, Amelia, Katie, Iracilla, Haley, John L., Elise, Haney, A through Z., Noah, Blake, JC, Maria S., Mickey, Lee, Athena Vine, Brian, Mark Y., J., Kelly, Mimi, Isabel, Emily L., Jackie, Janessa, Lada, Janelle, Nick, Shelby, Fritz, Callie, Tegan, Sabrina U., Dustin, Chase, Amanda A., Canadian, Spira, Laura C., Miriam, Mark B., Jacqueline, Rory C., Emily B., Sebastian, Eve, Isabel, Melanie, Bridget, Abigail, Anise, Noel, Ellen, Danielle, Michelle B., Caitlin Z., Mr. Folk, Lyle, Crunk, Skyla, Misha, Mary, Shane, Amy Z, Sonia G, Shosuro, Margot, Louie, TJ, Quinn, Gabrielle, Claire, Zach, Emily S, Melissa, Oatmeal, Lena, Megan N, Zuzana, Sandra R, Danielle, Bradley, Ben, Hannah, Kevin M, Kate G, Nicole C, Amanda M, Alana, Robin, Jen, Benjamin, Jen F, Rachel D B, Natalie, Sharon, Sheridan, Emma C, Kelsey, Ashley G, Sarah L, Haley, Allen, Rory P, Will, Ryan S, Nathan, Siobhan, Caleb W, Tobias, Tammy, Aiden P, 
Stefan Akisho Clark B, Josie Christopher P, Mogarth Robert, Sarah SH, Caitlin R, Sherry, Gail Ann, Kate M, Emily H, Hida Enrique, Rita Janine, Sean R, Rio Danny B, Emily A, Catherine K, Eric Tracy, Eugene Andrew, Samuel Jillian, Laura J, The Earl, Mac, Brooke S, Stephanie K, Taylor, Steve, Sean M, Allie, Tyler, Lauren, Julie P, Veronica, David B, Sabrina H, James, Victoria G, Chasey, Katrine, Emily Slaughter, Kevin B, Vilna, Alec, Abity the Babity, KB, Jen, Steve, Sydney, Charles B, Ari, Anuja, Hannah, Jessica S, Devereaux, Mark R, Alexandria, Vienna Star, Kim, Megan B, Timmy, Mira, Jace, Johan, Emma M, Fogie, Victoria, Krista, Lux, Felix H, Fabian, Kelly H E, Rory B, Ella, Joshua, Megan S, Matthew, Holy Donut Boy, Evan, Stacy, Landon, Sam I Am, Clell, Mel, Ashley C, Evelina, Hector, Donna, Mr. Ball Legs, Professor Mac Live, Kira C, Chad, Elizabeth, Bia R, Zoe, Austin, Hunter, Brooke R. Sarah B, Kylie, Scarillo, I Am Renegade, Marissa, Osias, Steph, Rachel M, Jenny, Kaylee, Kayla, Chelsea, Kate M, Tabby, Ellie, Cass, Megan A, Aiden L, Almost Cotton, Adelore, Mello, Maria P, Steph Curry for three, Kate W, Kylie, Kristen W, Heather S, Ryden, Finch, Charlie, Hakuto Nokon, Rachel S, Keegan, Nick M, Ryan K, Lizzie, Michelle S, Bardad, Elise, and James E. Thank you again. You make this show possible, you make our jobs possible, and we can't wait to bring you Campaign 2.